0: Hello, everybody. This is Gerald Salenti, and it's Wednesday, September 14th, 2022. And we are honored, privileged, and very thankful to be with Judge Andrew Napolitano. There's no authority out there like him that's been there, knows what's going on, knows the Constitution, the thing called the Bill of Rights that they've ripped up. And there was another thing called the Declaration of Independence, but life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness no longer counts anymore. And as I keep saying, you know, this is America. It's the USSA, the United Soviet States of America. And it's a combination of fascism and communism. And to illustrate the effects of that and the reality of it, they just passed this new law. If you buy a gun, don't use your credit card because they're going to rat you out. Hey, Judge, thanks for being with us. And uh You wrote this very extensive article on what's going on in America. And again, you know, Mussolini, a guy that both of us, uh, Paisanos, you know, really don't like that much, called fascism the merger of state and corporate powers. And that's right in front of us.
1: Well, we uh, uh, Good morning, uh, Gerald. A pleasure uh, to be with you. I did not enjoy two weeks off because I love these podcast so much that we do uh, every Wednesday. My column that comes out uh, tonight at 1159 uh, p.m. is called Why You Should Buy Your Gun With Cash, because the governor of New York and the governor of California have used their huge state pension funds, which own huge amounts of stock in the three major credit card companies, MasterCard, Visa, and American Express to coerce the credit card companies into keeping records of gun sales and making those records available to the feds. So it's not even a statute that you can vote against. It's not even anything Congress did. This is the government using its power to coerce a private industry to suppress your right to keep and bear arms, which the government can't do because the Supreme Court has defined that right as a personal fundamental liberty, the same uh, that comes from from within us. It's an extension of the ancient right to self-defense, the right to keep and bear arms. Three months ago, the court ruled that the right to carry arms outside the house is a fundamental liberty, and that that right is coextensive with the First Amendment, meaning the protection for your right to think as you wish and say what you think and publish what you say, to worship or not worship, to associate or not associate is as uh, is accords the same protection as that goes to the right to keep and bear arms. So how can the state interfere with your right to keep and bear arms? Ah, by pressuring big business to tell the feds who has a gun. Now, what's wrong with that? The states already know who has a gun. In Texas, you can buy a gun the way you buy a ham sandwich. The state doesn't know anything about it. New York, New Jersey, California, the big uh, progressive states, you need permission from the government to buy and permission from the government uh, to own. And they have all these uh, records. But the feds have no records of this. There is no national gun registry until now, unless you pay cash for your guns. So if, if you bought... $2,000 worth of material at a gun shop could be guns and ammo, could be a gun safe, could be gun safety lessons. The feds will get a note that you spent $2,000 there. won't say what you spent it on. You're going to get a knock on the door from the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms saying, we're just checking up on you. We want to see the guns that you bought. What should you do when that happens? You should ask them for their warrant. They won't have one. You should then say, have a nice day, close and lock the door and call your local police and tell your local police there's a stranger knocking on my door and he's got a gun. That'll produce about 10 local cops there to scare the daylights out of the feds who have no right to knock on your door and no right to know what you own and no right to see what you have secured in the safe in your house.
0: What's happened to this country is so it's it's so sad and everything you're saying you know it, it's so accurate except well, one governor thing.
1: Uh, governor Hokel, uh the the left wing governor of new york and governor newsom the left wing governor of california they're stuck with supreme court opinions that define the right to keep arms and carry arms as a fundamental liberty so they will use their power to to coerce big industry here's what we get back to your introductory remarks about Mussolini and fascism. The the technical definition of fascism is private ownership, but government control. So there's still private ownership of these credit card companies, but if the government can tell them how to do business, it's government control. There is no commercial advantage whatsoever for the credit card companies to keep this record. So if you use your credit card at a supermarket, there's a record kept that says groceries, it's not a record of what you bought, but that you were there. If you use it at a clothing store, it says clothing. If you use it as a gun shop, it says accessories. It doesn't say gun shop. Now it's going to say gun shop. Oh, boy. So that if a tyrant takes over the country, his people will go to that list of who has guns and they'll knock on your door to try and confiscate the gun. And then the revolution will be here.
0: What do you mean if a tyrant takes over the country? The tyrants have taken over the country. Yeah, nicely put. And, and you called New York and California, and again, I appreciate everything you say, but I have to correct you. You call them progressive states. <laughs> That's their terminology. There's nothing progressive about them. They're right. regressive. Yes. And, and what's going on in front of our eyes and talking about the feds doing this and that, and the powers that they have gotten, this is not, this is not the United States of America that our founding fathers fought for freedom. It, it's just a, it's a, a matter of fact, it kind of resembles um, what's going on in the UK with their monarchy and how all of the media is 24-7 for over a week now has been, you know, the the death of the queen. You know, uh, our parents die. It doesn't mean anything. Anybody out there, people you love die. It doesn't mean a damn thing. But when the royalty dies, then it's very important. I'm mentioning this because this is the subjugation of society. Yes. And how they have honor the queen. Who are these people? What are they? Nobility. Who made up this crap?
1: They are. They are. They are inheritors of lands, wealth and power acquired by theft and slaughter. It is the biggest welfare state joke in the history of the world. All their costumes uh, and rituals taxes the British people. And the British people who don't call themselves citizens, they call themselves subjects. They have made their subjects themselves subjects, and they accept this. The monarchy should be abolished and its wealth should be distributed to the poor and to the taxpayers. It is an absolute disgrace that it can milk the country dry, both of liberty, property and wealth.
0: But all they are is really a symbol of everything else. The monarchy, again, you know, they don't pee or poo. They're much above us. You know, God gave them their nobility. Again, everything they have is stolen. Correct. And, you know, you well know. How about that that diamond that the, the queen wears in a crown over there where they got that from controlling India for over 200 years? They Robbing trillions it. of dollars, killing millions of people all over the, you know, the planet. The sun never sets on the British Empire. And but with the importance of this is that this is a symbol of society. Just as they roll out the red carpet, you said, dress them up in the costumes. They do the same crap when the prime ministers, the presidents and the chancellors show up. They roll out the red carpet and all these clowns dress up in the uniforms and salute them. And we are supposed to look up to, quote, dignitaries. We're just pieces of crap.
1: We're just plantation workers of Slavelandia. Well, we shouldn't take it uh, anymore. uh, In America, both political parties have contributed to this, no matter who's in the White House, whether it's George W. or Barack Obama uh, or uh, Donald Trump or Joe Biden. The president has way too much power. We show way too much obeisance uh, to him. Presidents spend money however they want. Presidents kill whoever they want. Presidents start whatever wars they want. Presidents have slush funds uh, to spend. Joe Biden is beginning World War III uh, in Ukraine by continuing to ship oh. billions and billions uh, of military hardware there. His, uh, his intelligence community is feeding lies and exaggerations to the mainstream media, which repeat it uh, over uh, and over again. Um, this is not the presidency that the Constitution authorizes. It's not the presidency that James Madison gave us. It's almost a form of royalty. Granted, it changes every four or eight years, but the power and, and the obeisance is the same, and no matter who it is and no matter which party it is. And that's um, exactly what I'm saying. It's, it's, it's
0: that just how they, they pump up that we're supposed to bow to the queen or the king. Who are you kidding? Who are you kidding? dare you say this? I don't count. They're better than me. This is well, what they're yeah. doing. They're royalty. They make the presidents, all of these people, from the king, the queen, down to the president's prime ministers and chancellors, down to the, the governors, the senators, and the congressmen, even to the mayors. Yes. And the assemblymen and... Assembly women, they make up this crap that they're better than we are. They're royalty. They're royalty, and we have to obey them. And so, when you're going back to the system and how you began talking about how the government and the corporations are all working together, they're all against us. They're only in it for them. We don't count. They only count on us to steal our money in the name of taxes so they could rob us blind, live high lives, and care less about us paying more. And you talked about the Ukraine war. Not a peep from the prostitutes, the media whores that get paid to put out by their corporate pimps and government whoremasters, How this Ukraine war and the United States and NATO supporting it to the levels that it has, has keeps bringing up inflation across the board.
1: Right. It's also also going to bring up a bitter, freezing cold winter in most of Europe because they're not going to have and what they do have, they're not going to be able to afford uh, the heating oil and the natural gas on which they have grown dependent because of the idiotic, counterproductive uh, sanctions that Biden has unilaterally imposed. Again, sanctions are not imposed by an act of Congress. There's no debate. The president just does it. More unconstitutional authority in his hands to steal property uh, from people. Uh, Those sanctions are killing Europe, hurting the U.S., and barely having an effect in Russia.
0: This this war that the United States, there's there's absolutely no blowback at all. They, all it is is that we have to support Ukraine. One of the most corrupt countries, according to the European Union, it is the most corrupt country in Europe for decades. Oligarchs run it. This clown boy that played a comedian on TV that became president as he played the president of TV on on a sitcom, very tied into the oligarchs and with a, with a track record of a lot of dough and a lot of money all in a lot of places is now this guy is elevated as though he is one of the most brilliant patriotic people in the world that we have to support. This isn't, this isn't what America was founded upon George Washington's farewell address, don't get involved in foreign entanglements, especially in Europe. This stuff has been going back and forth for centuries between them or among and, them.
1: And John Adams, don't go around the world looking for monsters to slay because there will be no end to your search. And instead of delivering liberty, you'll be delivering force. And every time there's a foreign war there's a, that the United States is involved in, whether it's directly like World War I and World War II, or whether it's secretly, like now in Ukraine, that tramples liberty at home. It always happens. What will Joe Biden do when the Russians are about to overrun Kiev? Will he introduce American troops there? Will NATO enter Ukraine? Then we really will have uh, World War Three. These people really think that, uh, that the Ukrainians can beat back the Russians? I'm not talking about justice. Putin's a butcher, but he's their butcher. And he has the power to uh, uh, to win this war. It's hard for me to accept that the American government really thinks that by pouring billions in there, it's doing nothing more than delaying the inevitable. And during that delay, hundreds of thousands of human beings will be killed.
0: Yeah. And, and again, the numbers now According to antiwar.com, $67 billion of our money has gone to Ukraine since February 24th, when Russia invaded Ukraine. And again, I'm totally opposed to the invasion. None of my business. It's been going, they're going to take down the statue of Catherine the Great. Now, when was that Catherine the Great? Oh, about 1750 because they hate her, the ukrainians. Oh, you mean this has been going on since then? Easily. Back, and forth, back and forth and we're going to fix it. You know, this So is- I don't
1: I don't know how I don't know how it ends. I mean, Putin will never ever uh accept an an independent Ukraine allied uh to the west. I don't know how Joe Biden gets out of this. You know, this is not going to end before the midterms, but something will happen before the 2024 presidential election. I don't know if Biden's going to run for re-election. The Democrats would be really crazy uh, to re-nominate him. But how this war ends, it can only end with a Russian victory. Their, their might, the strength of their army and their military uh, equipment is overwhelming. But yet, if you read the Wall Street Journal, conservative publication, New York Times, Washington Post, liberal publications. They'll all tell you this morning uh, Ukraine is winning. Russia is on its heels. Where are they getting that from? They're getting it from MI6, which, according to Phil Giraldi, lies more and better than the CIA does. That's the British intelligence services. And, of course, they're getting it from the CIA as well. They have basically become mouthpieces for the Western uh, intelligence uh, community. I know you get pissed off when I say intelligence. That's what they call themselves. It doesn't mean they're smart. It means they're getting, they're stealing info and lying about it.
0: There's another factor here as well. Two of them. They didn't cover America's defeats in Iraq and Afghanistan on a daily basis. They didn't make fun of the murderers who launched those wars. George W Bush a little daddy's boy born on third base and thought he had a, you know, a home run a little clown of nothing they didn't they didn't chastise him for losing and then Obama keeping the wars going remember the 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 afghan troop surge from the nobel peace of crap prize winner obama yeah right. they didn't go day after day after day of showing these defeats of America in these decade-long wars. Number two, the Ukrainians forbid any journalists to be on the front. The only information we're getting is, like you said, from the MI6, the CIA, and from the other, quote, intelligence agencies. There are no reporters on the front. They have blacklisted all of them. So we're getting a one-sided story. And I totally agree with what you and others are saying. You're not going to beat the Russians. Hitler couldn't do it. Napoleon couldn't do it. Certainly Ukraine isn't going to do it. And all that is happening is that the more weapons that the United States and NATO keep pouring in there, they just keep bloodying the killing fields, cause more destruction and death, and make a bad situation much worse.
1: And and it's a tinderbox. If That's some it. Russian uh, tank commander misreads his GPS and and sends tanks into Poland, it's a tinderbox. NATO is poised and ready. The Germans are sending billions uh, as well. Yep. The German defense minister, front page of uh, yesterday's Financial Times, boasted that Germany has the strongest military in Europe. That's probably true. But why Why make that boast? Why say it now? Why make yourself a target? I don't think Putin wants World War III. He no. wants territory that has historically been Russian. Uh, but NATO, Anthony Blinken, the Secretary of no. State and, and his globalist crowd, Uh, Lloyd Austin, the secretary of defense, inadvertently admitted this. The American goal is to degrade Russia, to weaken them and hopefully to drive Putin from power. What do we care who the Russians have chosen as their leader?
0: And again, you mentioned uh, Anthony Blinken, another little arrogant daddy's boy born on third base. I went to Dalton. I went to Harvard, you know, an arrogant little nothing. And you mentioned Lloyd Austin. Where did he just come from, our defense, head of the Secretary Department of Department? I
1: think he came from Raytheon, and before Raytheon. that, he was a four-star general.
0: Yeah, of, of Raytheon, the second largest defense contractor in the United States that's making all this dough by sending more weapons to Ukraine.
1: Correct. Actually, uh, they're making their dough by sending the weapons to the U.S. to replenish what we're sending to Ukraine. Yeah. So Ukraine is getting older American equipment, much of which they don't know how to use, which is why we know there are American troops on the ground out of uniform, which gives Biden and company plausible deniability, teaching the Ukraines how to use the American equipment. Otherwise it would be useless to them. It's big, it looks good, it works well, it's expensive, but if you don't know how to turn it on and pull the trigger, it's of no value to you. That's why the American advisors. Remember that word in the Vietnam era? American advisors are there.
0: You know, this thing. And then then, of course, there's another aspect of life. It's called the um, financial sector. And you're looking at the stock markets now and inflation and all these big problems going on that are real that can't be solved. And as I keep saying, when all else fails, they take you to war. And my greatest fear is uh, World War III has already begun. And this is going to escalate. And if we don't stop it, it's going to be, world, you know, it's going to be the end of life. You got these idiot moron, rich people building bomb shelters, you know, to live in. Oh, it'd be wonderful when uh, nuclear explosions go off. Wouldn't it be wonderful to spend your life underground? I mean, well, how sick can you be?
1: Yeah. If we, what, what can we do to stop this? We need a new political movement uh, in the United States based on uh, peace and personal liberty. Both political parties have given us the opposite. The tax rates are outrageous, and they will fight a war at the drop of a hat. So we need a serious movement towards peace uh, and personal liberty. Uh, We haven't had that since, we haven't had that since 1776.
0: Yep. Peace and personal liberty. And you're the man to lead the charge.
1: Well, that depends on who you ask.
0: (laughs) I I don't care. It depends on who you ask. (laughs) I say it because I've been there, you've been there and we know there's no one else out there that knows what you know and, 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 and brings the spirit of America in the way of fact and detail, uh, as as documents called the Constitution and Bill of Rights. Thank you so much, Judge, for all you do, all you know, and for being here each week. Thank you, Gerald. I'm I'm
1: happy Uh, we're back on our Wednesday routine. All the best to you.